G'day guys and welcome to Aussie Rev uh, Impact Dynamics, Impact Dynamics Gear Night here. Hey guys, hope you are doing well. Thanks for joining us once again. It's good to be back on a Thursday night. It's becoming a bit of a, a bit of a habit now. Hope you guys in Victoria especially are doing well uh, with all your various restrictions. We uh, we are uh, thinking of you. We've got a uh, we've got the mask there ready to go. Just a, a solidarity to uh, show our support to you guys doing all right. Uh, what else is going on? We uh, we've got a match coming up in um, in Adelaide uh, with the Monado Complex at uh, the nineteenth of September. So if you're into the PRS side of things and you live in SA, and that's probably about it. I'm not sure anyone else can get in. Who knows? Um, welcome to come and uh, check that out. That'll be fantastic. Hey, if you saw our show last week with Serge from Reloading Studio, uh, he is uh, doing a giveaway. So stay tuned to the Impact Dynamics uh, page as well as reloading studio page this weekend uh, and we want to hear from you and uh, you have the chance to win a full subscription to uh, to his software which is really good if you didn't see it check it out from last week a uh, really good option from there anything else going on we've got a bunch of guys in the chat already uh, fantastic guys if you are there say good day uh, let us know that you are watching and uh, yeah hit us up with questions and bits and pieces uh, good evening to Guy and Lindsay and Stephen hope you guys are good Scott's here as always and Anthony as well we've got a, a few more actually we've got uh, quite a few watching so uh, pipe up guys let's hear from you it'd be fantastic to uh, to join in now I know the reason you know, Danny's here as well from uh, Delta Tactical uh, good day Danny hope you're doing well mate all right. Well, I know the reason we've got so many guys watching is because of our guest this evening. He's uh, well-known amongst the shooting community in, in Australia and, and worldwide, actually. G'day, Steve. Hope you're doing well. Your uh, snakes and ladders on uh, on Kestrel, good stuff. Hope you get a top score. Uh, anyway, uh, my guest tonight, uh, well well known and uh, great to have him on board. Thanks so much for coming on board. Aussie from Aussie Reviews. Mate, how are you doing? Going all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I uh, I miss our quiet beers, but you're a busy man these days, so it's hard to get a hold of you as well. Plus the uh, fact I can't get over to uh, Queensland at the moment. I was actually thinking about planning a trip <laughs> just to Queensland, and and uh, I, I might be able to get in there, but I booked flights to Darwin, and then they got cancelled, even though we could get there. So I'm, I'm all nervous about travelling. But anyway, how's things on the farm? Yeah, mate, good. Just really busy, you know. It's just trying to juggle the usual, you know. Um, doing farm work, doing reviews. You know, today I made a promise to myself as soon as I got up, I've got to dedicate today to doing reviews. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've got a couple of new things there, which I don't mind sort of giving people a sneak peek at. I've actually got one of those uh, uh, Pulsar uh, Thermion XB50 uh, oh. uh, thermal scopes. So Very nice. playing with that, you know, like, I mean, full retail, and that's like nine grand. So it's a it's a pretty uh, decent sort of um, optic. So, you know, a few people asked me about that. Yeah, just juggling a heap of stuff like that, mate. And then obviously, as a lot of people know who do follow my channel, you know, I've got a uh, a little pup now, a new uh, American oh, yes. Staffy. So, um, yeah, he's just getting in the way. I mean, even today when I was filming, you know, he's come up and biting my feet and wanting to play and everything like that. So, you know. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so, sort of like when, when, you know, we've had a few drinks before and you bite my feet when yeah. I'm trying to talk to people. So. Yeah, same, same deal. I can, I can relate. Now, because yeah. Cooper was a huge, uh, actually quite a big part of your uh, your your uh, channel. So I'm guessing, uh, I'm guessing the new one's going to be involved a fair bit as well. Yeah, mate. I mean, uh, you know, I used to have the old sort of joke about you know my old am snuff Cooper saying how you know he never never uh, pays for his puppy biscuits, so to speak. But you know, he actually did because it was one of the highest rating videos <laughs> on the channel. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that went out the window. So we'll see how we go with the new one, Hank. Um, mm. You know, there's a couple of videos up of him and, you know, there is that sort of like uh, smaller but stronger following there with him so far. So, yeah, who knows, mate? And he'll be just like Cooper was, you know, in the background and be wandering around the dam while I'm doing a review or, you know, especially if I'm doing something like, you know, a torch or something, he'll always get the torch thrown on him <laughs> during the video. So, yeah, mate, he'll, he'll be mixed in there whether I want him there or not. Fantastic, mate. Well, uh, well, tonight's all about equipment and gear that you're using. So I've got to ask you that the main question we always kick off with uh, was, uh, mm -hmm. what was the first gun you shot, Aussie? 
Uh, first one ever, ever, ever. Uh, was a, uh, would have been an old, I think it was Narinko. I know it was a Chinese made, uh, just break action single shot, uh, 177 air rifle. Mm-hmm. That was the very, very first. I think I was, uh, roughly about five or six at the time. Yep. It's a pretty, pretty common, uh, pretty common story to hear that. And, uh, yeah. any, any, uh, any sort of major points in in the shooting career f- from then, from uh, the, the equipment you were using? What was the oh, first... like what I upgraded to then? Yeah, well, um, yeah. What was the first gun you owned? Did you own that one? The first one you shot? No, no. That was that was my dad's one at the time, and it was just mine to sort of have a bit of a play with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on my eleventh birthday, I got a uh, SKS and twelve hundred rounds of ammo, so that was wow. a pretty good birthday, you know, uh, present. So, uh, yeah, you know, mate, it's. Like a lot of people too, I've said this before, you know, they look at that and go, oh, how irresponsible or whatever. But I just guess I came from the era where there was some discipline and responsibility. Mm. And, uh, you know, my father said to me at the time, you know, you ever do anything wrong with this, you'll never see it again and you'll be punished severely. And he meant that. So, um, you know, I always used it. I mean, yeah, even though it was semi-auto, like, you know, I I wasn't out there just going bang, 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 bang all the time. Like, you know, I'd, I'd set up my target and because I had to save, you know, buy extra ammo and everything. I was pretty conservative with it. And, uh, you know, you'd make sure there's a backstop on the farm and everything, um, mm. you know, because we had a family farm out at Gundawindi I used to go out to and shoot. And, um, you know, it was just common sense. And, uh, yeah, but people these days would be screaming, you know, think of the children, gun, you know, <laughs> just carrying on like absolute lunatics. But, yeah, that was my pretty much uh, big upgrade to uh, Centerfire and obviously at 1022 as well. So, um, you know, I liked the 1022 at the time because it was just, you know, when you're when you're a kid, let's face it, you know, it's a lot more comfortable and economical <laughs> when you've got to start <laughs> buying the ammo than what Centerfire ammo is. So, yeah, especially especially if you're in a position where you have to pay for the ammo yourself, that's a that's a, t- a terrible idea. Yeah, that's it. Although, you know, that Narinko ammo back then was only uh, two dollars fifty mm. for a pack of twenty, so it was just that. Uh, you know, the non-corrosive um, uh, Chinese Narinko ammo, or just full metal jacket stuff. But, you know, for what we were using it for back then, just chasing pigs and just having a bit of a shot at, you know, like a 20-litre, you know, um, drum, that sort of thing. I mean, you know, it was fine for it. But, uh, yeah, I ended up selling it uh, a few years down the track from there because I actually wanted to get into something a little bit more precision, to be honest. So, um, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I moved into a, a bolt-action rifle and, and sort of, kept my 1022 and you know sort of went down that route but then owned other semi-autos and stuff as well you know prior to 96 but i mean then obviously as you know it all changed then so Mm. it was pretty restrictive for a lot of us yeah okay so post 96 then what was your sort of go-to gun did you have a particular one that was uh yeah, I used to. Uh, I used to love the um, well, the Anschutz is what I, I ended up with. That was my first taste of of Anschutz. I had a uh, bolt action twenty two, yep, um, and it was just the older uh, fourteen hundred series at the time, and um, you know, just super accurate and everything, and um, just a really beautiful rifle. And I guess I started to to get a uh, a bit of a taste for that nice German precision. You know, even <laughs> though it was just a twenty two compared to other 22s I'd used at the time yep. was just really, you know, quite nice. So, uh, yeah, that was, I, I guess, what I transitioned into, you know, following that and then obviously that grew. And I also still, I always, even to this day, I still got a, I still got a, a nice like for Rugers, you know, mm-hmm. um, because they are what they say rugged and reliable and, you know, just for a cheap knockabout gun. Like, you know, here on the farm, like, you know, quite often I'll just go, you know what, I just want to grab my old Ruger American um, and just because it'll just take all the knocks in the back of the ute and all the rest of it, just yeah. go out and just have a little bit of fun with it, you know. So I've always sort of carried that through, but mm-hmm. then also my love for like hand shoots and, you know, high end stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I know you've got a fascination for Rugers. You've always, uh, always been keen on them and, uh, oh, they've, they've, they've yeah. done some good stuff. Imagine you've played with the uh, Ruger Precision Rifle, uh, a bit. Yeah, yeah, mate, I, I enjoyed that. I actually thought it was really good. I know a lot of people didn't like the rear stock on it. Maybe you guys in the PRS world who are, you know, uh, into it quite heavily might not like it, but I had no problem with it. I thought it was great. And, um, you know, the one thing I don't like, though, is I don't like the Ruger Precision Rimfire in 22. I mean, I, 
just could not get that thing to shoot. And um, yeah, so I, you know, I'm not a fan of that. But the Centerfire version, yeah, I just think is a just a fantastic rifle because that's one thing that Ruby usually nail mm. is um, they seem to just have the looks right with a, a lot of their stuff. I'm not yeah. saying everything, but if they make a precision rifle, you know, they really give it that really nice look that a lot of people go for. Yeah, I think they were super popular uh, for for quite a long time, and uh, probably until the the, yeah. the national matches started happening, and we started having to cross borders with the uh, folding uh, folding yeah. stocks, and that became a problem. So I think they dropped in popularity on on that PRS circuit uh, be, because of that. Um, but they, yeah. they for their price, they were a really good option. Uh, absolutely. Oh, so, yeah. So for the two people watching who who haven't come across you for some reason somehow, um, you've you've been running a channel for the last I, I've got to check how long since. When did you start your channel? Uh, I, yeah, eight, eight years. It was two thousand and twelve. I started. Yeah, eight years. Wow. So uh, so eight years ago, you started your YouTube channel, and you've uh, amassed four hundred and seventy five videos. We uh, we. We, we worked out before. That's a huge amount of time, mate. That's a lot of guns and products and and gear that you reviewed. So we uh, we definitely don't have enough time to cover that. But if anyone wants to cover all of that, they can go and start watching from video one all the way through. What was the first thing you ever reviewed? Do you remember? Uh, mate, I think from memory I just did a bit of a – it was sort of like a bit of a funny video on uh, the zombie industry's bleeding zombie targets. <laughs> and uh, all I did was I had my answers two to three at the time and I shot it a couple of times, you know, because it had like pain in it and it oozed out and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, if we got a little bit of time, I'll say very quickly, like at the time they weren't available here in Australia, but I saw that they were available in the US mm -hmm. because they're like basically, you know, a human-sized torso, they're fairly big and they can't come out from the US with normal US uh, posts, so you've got to get it curated out. <laughs> So uh, I, I actually got I got I got two of them curated out, and it cost me an absolute oh, fortune. It was ridiculous, so... but I just wanted to uh, just be like the first person in Australia to have these. And uh, anyhow, so when when they came out, it came out uh, via uh, UPS, and I saw that it landed. Um, you know, and I thought, oh, I'll get onto them, and I'll I'll go and pick it up. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, when I picked it up, like it's not wrapped up or anything, and it's in these boxes with these this zombie on the outside, this big warning: uh, "Do not open. Uh, the undead is inside," <laughs> and all these like crazy warnings and that that you know the Americans seem to enjoy. And uh, I remember the guy when I was picking it up, he's looking at me really strangely. He's going, "I've just got to ask, what the hell is this?" You know, and I was I was explaining it to him, and he's like, well, "What are you going to do with it?" You know, I said, oh, "It's just a bit of fun. It's a bit of novelty." You know, so, yeah. So that that was the first um, the video, and um, yep. yeah, and then it sort of progressed on from there. Yeah, right. So I'm, I'm just having a little look back here, uh, Ozzy, and, and I can see the first gun that I can see a video of is the nine, Colt 1911 Railgun .22 pistol. Mm -hmm. yeah. Does that, that ring a bell? Yeah. Filmed on an iPhone uh, 4, that yeah. was. Yeah. They they have actually had cameras back then. Wow. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm <laughs> impressed, mate. And then uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not grey yet, mate. You're you're <laughs> definitely in front of me there. I uh, I this is intentional because otherwise, if I shave this off or didn't have this grey, I'd I'd look twenty. Uh, and I need to I need to look older to impress people or something. Anyway, um, enough about my vanity. Uh, the um, the. Uh, so rather than maybe the first gun you reviewed, is there any that stand out over the eight years that you've been doing this for nearly 500 videos? Yeah, mate, it's funny you should say that because, you know, like I've often had people who, you know, do follow the channel say we can really tell when you really love a product because you just can't get the smile off, the end of your, you know, off your yeah, face yeah. at the end of uh, wrapping up. Yeah. And, look, that's true. I mean, like um, one that really stands out is that ticker A1 tack, you yes. know, like um, – when, when I reviewed that, I was just like, this thing is amazing. You know, I was shooting 0.3 of an inch for five shots at 100 with factory ammo. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just super smooth. Everything that you could possibly want was on it. Um, and, you know, I took it out to 1,000 and it was just not a problem whatsoever. No matter what I was trying to achieve in long range, it mm -hmm. just did it, you know, straight out of the box. Um, yeah, you know, that's probably one rifle that really stands out. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, I still got my love of like my 
uh, Anschutz rifles and things. But, yeah, one thing that just blew me away, and you could see that on film, was when I uh, reviewed, it was actually a friend of mine, um, his Ruger American in 223, just straight stock standard, you know, cheap, uh, I think it was a VX1 or VX2 loophole on top, you know, just the lower end loophole, yep. cheap rifleman rings, like oh, this seems like sub $1,000 at the time. You know, and with that uh, OSA ammo, mm. um, those 55 grain game king, like three shots into a point one of an inch at, at 100, you know. And uh, the, when, I, when I actually finished up the review, a friend of mine said to me, I am never selling this rifle and I've just stocked up like crazy on that ammo, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so there are ones, mate, that really just stand out to me and, and you know, a lot of them too I, I do buy. Um, mm. You know, that's what a lot of people don't realise is a, a lot of firearms and equipment I'll actually buy and then I'll resell, okay? Mm. So then I'll take a bit of a hit on it. Mm. But if it's something that I really just want to get a hold of, I'll just go, yep, I want to be on the pre-order for that. I want to get it first or one of the first and I just really want to have it. So, um, Or if it's really good, I get it and it's really, really good, well, I just have to take the hit and keep it. So. <laughs> keep it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's, there's been a few a few guns over the years that you've uh, you've grabbed. What, what is there one that you've, like, grabbed, um, thought, oh, I'll, I'll get this one, it'll be okay, do a review on it, and just sort of expecting to either, you know, take it back or sell it or do whatever it is, and you've just, just fallen in love with it without actually thinking you would? Because I know sometimes you you get it going, oh, I'll probably, I'll probably like this one, so I'll probably keep this one. And what, what, what one surprised you? Yeah, mate, it's it's hard because like all the ones that I usually keep are like you know I'll buy the Anschutz ones or of course, and then the only other ones that really have, have, have like stood right out have obviously been a lot of the tickets. You know, I was only talking to uh, one of the guys who follows my page uh, tonight just before we are uh, hooked up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ticker is one of those models or one of those brands of firearms that I've actually had no issues with you know like i've never had magazine problems and you know i've had magazine problems across the board unfortunately you know like yeah. savage Hauer. um you know i've just done a uh, remington 700 review there was an issue there with the spring and people will see that when it comes out later this weekend yeah um you know so it's not brand specific you know however i can hand on heart say i've never had any issues with a ticker they just seem to work they seem to shoot um, you know, even my beloved Anschutz at times, you know, I've, I've had a couple of uh, issues at, at times with a uh, with uh, some of the models, mm-hmm. um, you know, but Ticker is just one of those ones where I've just had nothing, unfortunately. Uh, you know, I hate to say it because it makes the other brands sound, you know, a bit inferior, but it's not the case, but it's mm-hmm. just how it's sort of played with the actual equipment that I've got and reviewed at the time. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Callers, Ozzy? Is is there? I mean, I know I know you've always been a big twenty two fan, but uh, what have you found? Obviously, with with uh, I imagine you've you reviewed basically everything from one sevens up to I don't know how big you've gone actually. But anyway, t- tell us a little bit. Yeah, about probably. Uh, what what's the yeah three hundred win? I I did that uh, uh, that uh, twenty eight Northflyer uh, recently, mm-hmm. and that oh, was, how was that? And. Oh, talk about some punch, like you know, because it's a four oh four neck down to yeah, you know, yeah. You know, neck down to uh, seven a seven mil. mil there. So you know, it's basically a seven mil Remington Magnum on steroids. Mm. Like it's um yeah, phenomenal. I mean, I shot it at uh, was at six hundred yards. I went to there mm-hmm. just basically at the time I had this uh, Yamaha UTV to review, so I was just leaning off the steering wheel mm. and uh, and shooting off the shoulder there, and um, yeah, I. When it hit that uh, gong there at 600, like I tell you, geez, didn't it rattle it? Like it's just an enormous amount of energy going downrange. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably the the biggest that I've I've gone. Yep. But uh, yeah, as for calibers, mate, one thing that's really surprised me, and you know, I've always been a 308 man through and through. You know, this would be relevant to a lot of your viewers, like because yeah, the ammo is cheap. Uh, we get it in in, in bulk deals and that. Um, you know, you can get it anywhere, all that sort of thing. Mm. But when it comes to long range, I think that uh, from memory, that ticker A1 tack was the first 6.5 Creedmoor that I reviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I also got it in the uh, Sabati STR and I went out to 1,400 uh, yards with that. Yep. And that's when I really could see what that 6.5 round was doing. Like there is no way I could have, you know, made those shots uh, you know, on, I was on like a 47, 48 centimetre gong at that distance, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just consecutive hits 
with the 6.5, where I would have had no hope in hell of doing that with 308. Because as you know, you know, it, it goes through that transonic zone by then and, mm. and, and you know, you just don't have um, the same uh, reach that you do in the 6.5. So that was a real eye-opener for me because, as I said, you know, I was a 308 man through and through. So, yep. um, yeah, that's probably one calibre that stands right out to me. Yeah, I guess it's uh, it's probably no big surprise that it's become so popular and, and so commonplace uh, nowadays. Yeah. And uh, obviously with, with PRS yeah. stuff, you know, sort of giving it reason to exist. Um, but even, you know, for, for guys like yourself who, who shoot a bit of long range, I guess, on a hobby basis, just for a bit of fun from time to time, yeah. uh, if that's fair, yeah. um, the you know, it, it certainly makes it, it just it makes it easier to do and easier to uh, to smack some targets, which is, uh, which is what we're all trying oh, to do, mate. really. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. The only, the only criticism I have of it is the price of the ammo. Like, you know, it's yeah. uh, it, it's it's not cheap and, um, yeah, I'd like to see it come down, you know, because up here, I mean, we can get 308 ammo for, you know, a dollar a shot, basically. Yeah, okay. Um, where, you know, 6.5, like you're looking on average that $2.50 to $3 a shot. So, you yeah, know, right. it works you're, out pretty You're paying way too so. much. For that, because uh, a lot of the guys run it, run a factory in PRS, um, are, are paying a dollar, a dollar twenty, dollar fifty a shot. So, uh, okay, well, what brand? Uh, Hornady, um, American Gunner, actually, I think for that they're uh, they're getting oh, the Gunner, money. okay, yeah. yeah, I have I have seen that advertised, mm. and um, yeah, I used that, uh, I used some of that beastly on that Remington Seven Hundred, okay, uh, review. So yeah, that was the only ammo I've seen that's real, but I think uh, really quite. I, th- I think the, the the promising side is is, is that ammo because you're right. Like go back a few years and Creedmoor and two sixty ammo was triple the price of of yeah, just out stuff. of reach for most people who yeah. want to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right, mate. Exactly right. Well, uh, the now you've recently just had a, a a bag put together, an Aussie Review version bag. How did that come about, mate? Well, mate, it was something I've been wanting to do for a couple of years. Uh, I think uh, off the top of my head, I'd have to go back through the Facebook post, but I remember talking about it a couple of years ago there and, you know, there were people interested and everything. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that sort of held me up from doing it was as much as I sort of searched and looked around with different companies, I found it pretty hard to actually find a company that uh, didn't make uh, a bag with, you know, just Chinese material. Usually the majority are Chinese made with Chinese material. So, Mm -hmm. And I wanted something that was sort of to go in with the theme of like Aussie Reviews to try and have something a little bit more Australian. So yep. I found a company uh, who do yeah, Australian-made oil skin and wool materials. So, yeah, um, nice. you know, they buy all that here yep. and uh, get that in, then uh, ship it over to uh, Fiji. They own the assembly plan over there, mm-hmm. get it made, ship it back here, and then obviously sell it from there. So, yeah, so once I found that, made and I, I sort of put the teaser out for it, saying, hey, guys, this is what I think is uh, going to be a decent bag. What do you think? And, yeah. mate, I just got I, – I was overwhelmed with orders. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, so, you yeah. know, it's got to the stage now. Like, i got 400 bags turning up. <laughs> um, and uh, And pretty much – Pretty much all of them are sold. I think I've got twenty something left yeah, uh, right. of the uh, the rifle bags, uh, and then there's about fifty or so of the pistol bags. So, um, yeah, mate, I was just overwhelmed. I mean, the company were going to ship with Australia Post, but they because of the uh, the amount of orders that came in, they then had to phone back and say, "Look, hey, we we need to carry it directly to you because there's two pallets of gear coming." <laughs> so, um, yeah, mate, I, I was just overwhelmed. Fantastic. You know, overwhelmed, but. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously I, I appreciate the support immensely, but, mm. mate, I need these bags just as much as anyone else because I've got just the typical Chinese-made ones that are starting to fall apart and everything. And, and yeah, I've been using the prototype one and, mm. uh, you know, it's been going well, but the ones that I'm actually getting are going to have a wider external um, pocket and the actual zip there so it can fit long-action bolts in it and stuff like that. So yeah. that was one of the modifications I made to it. So, yeah, mate, overall... Fantastic uh, result. I've just been absolutely overwhelmed with it, to be quite honest. Yeah, brilliant, mate. We've got it up on screen at the moment. Uh, yeah, they look like a good solid uh, solid option and uh, Australian, Australian made oil, skin, and wool, which is uh, fantastic. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying it's like here. that dries a bone feel. That's how they feel, you know, like that sort of feel. 
Yeah, I'm seeing on here there's 24 available. So, uh, guys, if you need a need a gun bag along those uh, lines, it's probably uh, probably a good way to do it and support some yeah. uh, support people making uh, videos on YouTube, which is uh, which is good because I know how much YouTube don't pay. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not, yep, they've it's, been uh, they've been pretty difficult to deal with because mm. you just don't have any right of appeal basically with them. You can't contact <laughs> them, and you know their their decision is final. Yeah. No, absolutely. So uh, anyway, it looks uh, looks good, mate. It looks like uh, good stuff. Well, I've got a couple of things here. It's uh, it's time for our our only segment on this show, which is uh, what's on the shelf. I don't know if you've got a shelf or anything near near you to show off, mate. But I got I I, I did tease this one before. I got a little mask to just to think of our Victorian uh, brothers. So I'm thinking of you guys. Um, I don't have to wear it. So. We're good with that. Got one of these uh, that you gave me uh, last time I was up in uh, Queensland. So uh, thanks for that. It's uh, it's it's pretty dirty. I, I was I was looking for a real one, like one that was looking real clean. I'm like, uh, yeah, I haven't got one. That, they're, they're all well used, which is uh, I guess that's that's the point of it. Uh, this came yep. in. This is yeah, there's some gun related stuff here, by the way. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Delta Tactical, one of these bad boys came in. That's one of the uh, X-rays. So they've got them on special, I think, at the moment. So go. Have you have you used one of these at all, Aussie? The the KRG chassis? No, you, no you, I haven't. No. Have you shot a? Uh, you would have shot a uh, the one hundred and five, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so same. Yeah, pretty, I went down. I down. I went down for the uh, launch of that. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much the same as the uh, as the the chassis that's one on the one hundred and five. So that's going on my uh, two hundred and sixty uh, in the coming nice. days. Uh, what else have we got? Oh yeah. Um, right. This is this is a bit of an odd one to have on on this shelf, but that's. Uh, I, I bought some shoes that weren't skate shoes, and, and you know I, I'm fairly well known just to wear skate shoes. But I wanted to shout out to the running company uh, who are all around the country um, because I've taken up uh, since the uh, Impact Dynamics challenges that we were doing ages ago. I've taken up not running, let's not go that far, but maybe uh, walking <laughs> in the occasional jog and uh, and. You know, just trying to keep a little fitter than I previously have been. And uh, anyway, I went down and saw uh, Chris, who is my cousin as well, and uh, and works there. And anyway, they do a full they they look at how you walk and how your ankles go, and then they recommend some shoes. And uh, anyway, so a little shout out to uh, Chris and the crew there. Um, and then the other thing that we got hiding around here uh, is tripods. Uh, these have these have come in here. It's scoped out. So uh, the Leo photo tripods, really good option. Uh, as you are you shooting much from tripods at all? Aussie, are they something you've done much? No, before? mate, never. Yeah. I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I just lean up against the tree. <laughs> yeah, all good, mate. So uh, anyway, they've come in, and, and then these options here that if you don't happen to uh, have an Archiplate, which uh, a lot of, a lot of, I guess a lot of my audience too have an Archiplate, and a lot of your audience probably don't. But anyway, these are, these are the clamps that you can chuck your gun into uh, and do that. So anyway, go check that out if you uh, need. These are like uh, under 800 bucks for a, for a setup like that, which is... Uh, Comparatively pretty darn good, so check them out. We'll get all, all the all the. For some reason, I've taken everything off the shelf. That wasn't the plan. Anyway, we'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've, uh, we never know quite what's in that. Just make sure that's angled correctly. There we go. Let's get 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 the logo <laughs> plug in. Ah, oh, there is a uh, plugs on that shelf. Not sure. Not sure what he's talking about. Anyway, we've uh, people uh, people commenting. Ah, uh, good stuff. All right, excellent, mate. So, look, uh, let me ask you this, mate. If you're if you're looking to review a rifle, like what process or what, what do you look for in that gun? And you, you know, I guess that can translate if someone's looking to buy something. What are the steps you take to uh, to to look over it and, and give it the the full once over? Well, the first thing to to do is obviously do the desktop part of the review because there's you know the, the gun geeky guys, and I guess I'm one that you know enjoy talking about it and just having a look at the overall features and um and specs on it so you know i'll talk about like the barrel length the twist rate and uh you know and then i'll, I'll discuss that further like for example it's a 223 and it's like a 108 inch twist you know i'll talk about stabilizing those heavier pills and stuff like that yep. um and then obviously i go out um and i'll sight it in but i'll also use various ammunition to sight it in to see which is the most accurate ammunition there mm-hmm. so um that's the big thing that i'm looking for is obviously uh you know just how does it sound how do the specs sound um you know does it sound like it's going to be quite promising and then actually getting out and uh and testing it and uh seeing what the results are there because that's the biggest thing that people want to know i mean let's mm-hmm. face it we're at the range 
and someone's beside us at the range and we've got a rifle that they haven't seen before they have and they haven't used it, yep. the first thing they'll say, how's it shoot? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the most important thing. Um, so, you know, that's the thing I try to achieve the most uh, best accuracy I can with different factory ammunition so that if someone is watching it, they can save themselves hundreds of dollars in trying to experiment with different uh, ammo and start from the most accurate one that I found, which, you know, nine times out of ten, they'll find the most accurate as well. But then obviously I'll go into just the usual function, see if there's any problems there, you know, is there any feeding problems, is there anything else, or is there something that I, you know, that I just don't like about it. Um, and that's the thing, I'll, I'll mention it, and, you know, it's upset uh, some companies in the past, but uh, that's the way it is, you know, being real, because if you're at the range and you're using something, and someone asks you about, oh, what do you think uh, of your rifle? Or, you know, as if you're going to just talk about all good things if there's a feeding issue or something. You know, you, you're going to talk about that. So, and that's all I do. You know, the product that I get, I just review it the way it is, nothing more, nothing less. So um, if it works and it works well, that's fine. Um, if it doesn't, well, I'll show you what doesn't work on it. Yeah, that's uh, that's true, and that's that's really what you. Yeah, you know, I think that's why you've you've, you've hit a call with people because you will just say, "Hey, this is what it did and it didn't do, and this is what I expected," and it, and it, uh, yeah. you know, how purely how it performed. Um, and I know that you you generally, well, certainly from from conversation we've had, if if something does go wrong, you give them an opportunity, either whoever it might be, to uh, to you know sort it out, which I, I guess shows the uh, customer service level, which is important as well. Yeah, that's right. But I'll still see what that original problem was, oh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. No, no. Um, you know, because that's the important thing. Um, because, you know, just like anybody else, I mean, if somebody else goes and purchases something mm. um, and, you know, they could suffer the same, you know, the same sort of issue, which, you know, I've had in the past with different firearms, some firearms that have had certain issues. You know, I've had a handful of people come back and go, that's exactly what I'm suffering. Um, you know, and then yep. they, and then some of them have used my video to then go back to the gun shop and say, "Here, yeah, right. <laughs> this yeah. guy is suffering exactly the same problem that I am." You know, I'd like it fixed. You know, so mm. um, yeah, so I guess it's useful in that way as well. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't uh, I hadn't thought of it as being uh, entered as evidence uh, into a warranty claim, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's probably a fair point to uh, to say hey this is this is happening. And certainly there's, there's been guns. You know we 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 had a hour at the club the other day that we changed the stock over on and uh, and went immediately didn't feed and went oh yeah that's right no that problem yep cool cut this back here a couple of mil and then we're good to go again yeah. and just you know yeah. often often things can be a relatively easy fix but yeah if you if you know that they're probably it's actually quite good to document the issues you have yeah yeah that's it mate at the end of the day and uh, like i say it just gets shown how it is and um you know people can make up their own mind you know mm. there's some people that will see something as not much of an issue they're quite happy to take that chance and get it fixed and then there's others that don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole you know so <laughs> Um, each to their own. Yeah, absolutely. Now you uh, you also don't just limit yourself to firearms. You you're quite diverse in in what you have reviewed. Obviously, we talked about zombie targets already and, and dogs. Um, <coughs> uh, have you reviewed? No, I won't ask you if you review dogs. Um, but give us a, a a couple of key things that you've a uh, couple of the key re reviews that you've done on, on stuff that isn't guns that you've found really interesting or yeah. or have yeah. have so, gone very well. Like, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people uh, don't realise that I am a little bit of a knife nerd, so I, I love my love my knives. So, yep. you know, I love getting into all the different types of steel, you know, uh, how hard they, that steel is, um, how it will uh, retain an edge compared mm -hmm. to, you know, another type of steel, um, all that sort of thing because that's very applicable with, I guess, what I'm uh, promoting, which is, you know, firearms, hunting, yeah. the outdoors, uh, you know, I mean, you could be using a knife sent around the campsite to, you know, as a utility knife, you could eat your dinner with it, but also be cutting, you know, rope or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's that sort of stuff. Um, also, too, I've done, uh, you know, like I've, I've touched on a, a, a bit with, um, you know, preparing meat and doing some cooking videos now with different yeah. games. So, you know, that. from uh, some, some venison, rabbit, uh, that sort of stuff. So I've shown a few different uh, videos there, which people have quite enjoyed. Mm. Uh, you know, doing up some uh, jerky as well, like venison and beef jerky. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm reviewing the dehydrator that I use, and now I've just gone into that um, Yamaha UTV, so like an ATV, but you know, the side by side equivalent, the 
loop and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I've reviewed one of them, so that seems to be going really well. So, you know, it's all that sort of stuff that's that I look at and I think, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't mind having a look at it. And that's where I'm not, I guess, bound by, you know, any sponsors or anything who go, oh, we just want you to promote our gear and that's it. Like, mm. you know, I'm a free agent. I can just review whatever I want and, um, you know, just have the freedom to do that. So, you know, everything from scopes to, to pistols to shotguns, you know, and obviously I throw in there the Cat C and D as well. Yep. Um, you know, I've done a few of them over the time so that anybody here who's a primary producer or a feral pest controller, even firearm instructor can have a look and, you know, perhaps get some valuable information. Mm. Um, and then, you know, just simple like camping type tools as well I've done. So, yeah, I try to sort of, you know, do a wide uh, variety of things. But then obviously there's the political side of it as well as getting information out there to educate shooters uh, into making a wiser decision when it comes voting time and also educating them and making them aware of different things that are currently going on, um, you know, in politics that can affect the future of our sport and hobby. So, you know, I try to cover it all, but, you know, obviously there's the time constraints in doing <laughs> of that course. too. Yeah, it's probably uh, probably a good indication why you're at 475 videos. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. all, yeah, all good, mate. and that I mean that's that's the, the joy. And and generally, do you get a good response, or do you really make the videos for stuff you're interested in? If people connect with it, then then fantastic. Yeah, mate, I, I do, um, and that's how it sort of started. But then, obviously, you know, um, if people have you know asked about a certain product, like I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, zero tech scopes, you know, yep. that are, are being promoted uh, fairly heavily at the moment. You know, I had really not much of an interest in reviewing them, but I had a lot of people ask me about it, um, you know, and then obviously the manufacturer came forward and, uh, and and asked me if I'd review one and more than happy to review one. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's another review that's coming up soon. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Like I'll listen to obviously people, the main people I'll listen to obviously are the Patreon supporters because, you know, they're the ones <laughs> yep. financially... Um, donating money, whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars, I don't care, I'll still listen to them. Mm. Um, you know, and if there's something that they really want um, and I get enough requests for it and I get the opportunity to do it, mate, I'll, I'll dive out, but I'll clear my schedule to, to, uh, to seize that opportunity. Yeah, understood. So on the, uh, just back on, on the, uh, the not-so-gun uh, but gun related, gun adjacent, let's call it, on the gun adjacent reviews. Is there a couple of things that have uh, stood out for you that, that you sort of uh, really passionate about? What? Oh, you mean like uh, scopes or no, knives yeah, any, or any particular products? Obviously, knives uh, in general is is a good category for you. And we, I'll be honest, I don't understand the knife thing. I, 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 you know. Use knives, hunting, and bits and pieces, and dudes get all into. It. And look, I, I, I guess the same is for for guns and me, but um, for other people you know, looking at that, going, well, I don't, I don't get the under the fascination. But so many guys, and gun guys, and hunting guys, are really into yeah. knives, and I just don't get it. Can you can you tell me what I'm missing? Yeah, mate. Honestly, you, you need to you need to jump on to different knife pages, and when you actually have a look at how each blade is rated on the type of steel that's used mm -hmm. and then they come up with newer technology to, you know, like, for example, you might have, uh, you know, something like uh, D2 steel, you know, that can be subjected to, um, uh, you know, uh, the weather and, and get a bit of corrosion as a result, you know, compared to another steel. Mm -hmm. So then if there's an update to that D2, like a different metal, where it still gives that same hardness, um, of the blade, but then also has better corrosion resistance. Well, people go, oh, wow, well, that's good because on my last hunt that I did, you know, because obviously, you know, blood creates a lot of corrosion. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, if you've got, you know, just some light corrosion happening, um, you know, and you go, geez, oh, really, that annoys me. Oh, they've come out with a new steel now and they're making it in this model of knife that I love. So, of course, you want to upgrade to it, you know. It's like, for example, uh, you know, you might um, have your, like your favourite uh, type uh, scope, you know, but it doesn't have that reticle that you want, but all of a sudden they, they make it in the reticle you want or they uh, integrate a range binder with it or something. It's it's along those lines, you know. There's always improvements. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like firearms. Knives are the same thing. There's a knife for different purposes. You know, you, you don't use a, a, uh, 
uh, you know, I'll say this because everyone will understand it, a Rambo knife, like a big Bowie knife. <laughs> you don't exactly use that to, you know, sit at the dinner table and, and cut meat with or, you know, or, or fillet fish with and stuff, you know. So, yeah, each one's got a different purpose, a different use, and I guess that's where it gets really, really quite interesting for me. All right, all right. So purely the reason I don't get it is out of ignorance. I understand. I, I can admit that. That's, uh, that's, that's fair, mate. Uh, Adam's in the chat uh, commenting on flashlights. You've, you've done a, uh, reviews on torches and bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so Phoenix torches, uh, Olight. I've done, a, I've done a fair bit with Olight. Um, you know, they've got some pretty aggressive marketing uh, here in Australia and seem to have, you know, some good products. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, yeah, I, I really like their gear. Yep. Um, I've got several of their lights. And, I mean, like they, uh, the Javelot Pro, which is one of their, like, sort of long-distance type um, lights, you know, for hunting. Mm-hmm. Mate, I've got rid of my spotlights now, and that's all I use, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when I went out, I went out with a couple of uh, friends there just before New Year's Eve, and we went over the border into New South Wales, and obviously there's a heap of rabbits over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I ended up shooting sixty rabbits the first night there, just with the Ruger American Twenty Two, and you know, I just had the uh, the Jabberlock Pro, and yeah. um, you know, there was a, another guy there who I hadn't really met before, and he was just blown away with this light. He was just like, "That's amazing!" And I said, "Yeah, well, the technology's there. Why would you bother with the old school massive spotlight when you can have something nice and compact?" Um, you know, so yeah, that sort of thing, mate. They they're making some really good stuff. Um, yeah, of course, there's other brands as well. Like yeah. I've, I've looked at uh, Lead Lenser as well, um, you know, Phoenix and that. But they're always upgrading and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, for the present time anyway, I'm really enjoying a lot of the O-Light stuff. And I've actually just picked up a new one today um, that's going to be released uh, next week. So, yeah, it's all sort of hush-hush for the time being. But uh, next week I'll have a uh, review out to coincide with the uh, release here in Australia. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Nice that. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm still trying to get over the fact you've you've just gone away from spotlights and just using torches. Um, perhaps I, I, I haven't kept up with the torch side of things uh, close yeah. enough. But yeah, honestly, it, it is it is good enough that the a little handheld option um, versus mm-hmm. the, the bigger spotlight with a big reflector on it uh, is good. Yeah, what, what sort of? It's the thin beam, mate, that does it. It's the real okay. thin beam, and you know, like you're getting you're getting a throw of you know several hundred meters, like. Um, yeah. And, you know, even with the naked eye, like you look out at that distance and you're sort of like, oh, geez, can I see it? You look through a scope and you're like, wow, there's the deer standing there or, you know. Um, and for hunting distances, which I've always spoken about as being for me between sort of 75, 125 yards, even if you want to extend that out to 200 yards, um, you know, Honestly, those lights will just <laughs> light the place up like a Christmas tree at that distance. So yep. what more do you need? Yeah, okay. Um, Ian's asking if uh, how, and I'm wondering this as well, like do you use a magnetic torch holder or how do you actually go about, is it mounted to the gun? How do you do this? Uh, you can, yeah. There's a there's a bracket that comes with it where you can put it on top of your scope. So it's basically like almost like the figure eight, but just with a brake top and bottom. Mm-hmm. And then you can just clamp that on and the torch sits at the top there and, yep. you know, and, and it does line up, it does work. Um, or, you know, if you've got somebody with you, yeah, well, course. they can just hold while you just steady yourself and take the shot. So, um, or as I've done many a time, I mean, especially with my uh, little AR uh, that I've got for the farm here, I mean, I've just got a weapon mounted light on the side there, you know, straight up to the shoulder, just the thumb hits the light. Mm-hmm. It's ample for going out, just getting foxes and, you know, hares and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, there's a few different options depending on how far you're shooting and what game you're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant, mate. Now you uh you have found out uh, we we certainly a few years ago when we uh, when we met and uh, and and started chatting in bits and pieces we found out that there's some fair uh, variation in equipment preferences based on geographic location. Um, yeah. So you learnt you learned some lessons about South Australians uh, back back in the day when you uh, came down here. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, so yeah. It all. <laughs> I knew you were going there when, as soon as you said it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, to paint the picture for everyone, you know, yeah. Rusty invited me down a couple of years ago to uh, to help out with a hunting course. Mm. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, well, it would just be, okay, I'm just going to add a little bit of input here and there. But uh, Rusty being Rusty dumped it on me the night before. Oh, no, no, you're running the course. Like, you know, 
<laughs> so I thought, right, okay, so I've got to work out what I'm going to be saying here and make it interesting enough. And anyhow, so I spoke about, obviously, uh, gear and equipment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here in Queensland, I mean, um, you know, obviously people who are in professional roof shooting or, you know, shooting at the range enjoy using a, you know, a heavy barrel uh, varmint or target-type rifle. But in general... You know, in Queensland, it's very popular, obviously, to have a lightweight hunting rifle because, you know, that's just what we do with chasing pigs or whatever else. And, uh, you know, and I was talking about how, obviously, if you have a heavy barrel rifle or a varmint-type rifle, you know, the reality is if you say you go out hunting with that, like, you probably haven't really been hunting because anyone who carries one of them around will soon realise that, okay, after five minutes, this thing is damn heavy. It's uncomfortable and all the rest of it. So, yeah, on the course, I then said to the people, the participants, I said, all right, so let's uh, get out all your rifles and let's have a look at them. Without a doubt, every single one was heavy barrel varmint rifle. (laughs) And I remember remember looking at you at the time and just going, what is going on here? But, yes, it was very geographically different down there where you guys like to lie prone or, you know, be out sort of hanging over the the, uh, cab of a ute, you know, Mm. whistling foxes and all that sort of thing. So completely different to obviously chasing, you know, wild dogs in the scrub and pigs and all that sort of thing where you need a complete different setup. Yeah, well, that's it. It's not so much uh, geographics plays some role, but it's method, isn't it? You know, we we do we probably see a lot more spotlighting and a lot less walking around quite so much here. We've got fairly flat sort of areas, and this yeah. will this will break down in, in in different different areas. But uh, yeah, and 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 then uh, up up there, a lot lot more lighter guns, and and there'll be areas down here. You go further down southeast, and and you get into the deer territory, and 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 the same sort of thing yeah. has. But I think in general, we probably probably agree since since you've made those comments, guns are probably in general gotten heavier for, for many of them. We see a lot more heavy barrels, a lot more uh, larger scopes overall. Yeah, I think, mate, to be quite honest, it's just that whole PRS competition and, uh, you know, everyone loves so you're blaming getting me. into the long range, you yeah. know. <laughs> hey? Did you just blame me? Are you throwing this all on me? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, let's be honest, though, it's the gun laws here as well, mm, um, you know, because obviously the PRS style firearms are, you know, freely available. So obviously mm-hmm. anyone who wants to get into it can easily do it with a, you know, Cat B rifle, yeah. um, you know, and obviously get a decent optic, which are also freely available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still running the Cullis 6 to 24. That's my big my big scope that I got. And, you know, it just doesn't miss a beat. Really good uh, scope and... Um, yeah, and that's it for me. I know that uh, Schmidt and Bender and a few others now, they're up to like 45 magnification or something, aren't they? You'll probably be able to answer that better than me. Yeah, I'm there just is, like, wow. There is know, some, uh... I think that the Marine Corps for years and years just used a fixed 10-power scope to shoot a 1,000 yards, and here everyone is finding the need to go up to 45-odd power. I just, yeah, I don't see the relevance myself, but anyhow, each to their own. Yeah, we uh, we don't see too many forty-five power scopes in PRS. In fact, I don't remember one. the The top we see is about thirty-five, but not too many people run it at max power. I think uh, most guys are either about twenty power or less for for the majority of the time. It's just, I guess, that ability to wind up when uh, when need be, uh, which can be uh, yeah. can be very useful. Now you've uh, you we uh, we. we we might have gotten off gear, but anyway, something something that I wanted to, to ask you about before. Um, you said that you filmed your first video on an iPhone 4, uh, and and you've obviously come away. We, I know we have a lot of guys who uh, who track with us and, and do enjoy the camera side of things, so we're going to get on that just for a moment. But what are you, what are you camera-wise are you running now, and have you used a couple of things? Yeah, so um, then what the upgrade uh, for me after the iPhone was <laughs> actually a Sony Handycam, just a yep. standard 1080p Handycam. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at a lot of my earlier videos, I think I just uh, shot the audio out of that thing because every time I fired around, I mean, I didn't have to near it. It could be, you know, 10, 20 metres away. Yep. The screen would actually jump, you know, um, it just couldn't handle it anymore. It had just been subjected to thousands of rounds of ammunition. So, um, that do it. You know, it was it was basically just null and void. And uh, yeah, I end up getting the latest acquisition, which is the uh, the Sony RX10 uh, Model Four or Version Four. Okay. So, um, you know, it's a 
it's quite good. Obviously, you know, records in uh, high definition. Um, I mean, I don't go anything over 1080p because I'm limited here in the bush with obviously my uh, upload, you know, the amount of gigs I get and everything. So yep. if I do 4K, I mean, that would just stretch it too much. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it does a 1,000 frames a second slow-mo. So I was able to, you know, offer some really good footage. And if anyone hasn't seen it, probably the most, uh, I guess, popular slow-mo video I got is... Um, is shooting a uh, a hair um, at a yeah. thousand frames a second with a twenty two magnum with a thirty grain V max, and it actually because it's on a night yeah. captures the round like it's a laser. Yeah, and right. Just yeah, it, it hits the head, and you can just see everything just slowly expanding. It's just amazing. So, um, how did you yeah, get the... YouTube very, very quick to demonetize that one? <laughs> how did you get the hair to agree to that shot? Mate, I've been trying for so many months to to get that because you know. As most people know, you go near a hair with light or whatever, it just moves. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much just had the, the camera set up out the back here waiting for them to come in because <laughs> I knew that they'd always come in. Yep. But, yeah, then I, I you know, then the problem was I had another half and she's got an actual light because with slow-mo, as most people, you know, um, mm. know, you've got to create a lot of light for it to be able to pick everything up. Yep. And the higher frame rate you go, the more light you've got to have. So I actually had one of the Olight Javelot Pros and pretty much had the other half holding it up like this. And I pretty much said, okay, I've got everything lined up. And it was just like a split second, honestly, yep. to uh, be able to get that shot. And it was just up to the shoulder. And I'm thinking, God, don't miss. Do not miss. <laughs> you know, because there's like a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> opportunity this. And uh, sure enough, Thankfully, I got it yep. and uh, was able to capture it, you know, on uh, on, on video. And, mm. yeah, it's – I mean, I found that very interesting. I mean, it was obviously very humane. It was instant. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it just shows, like any other slow-mo, even in gelatin, it really slow, uh, shows what different projectiles do. So, you know, I've been able to add that side of it too with that camera. And, uh, yeah. I mean, mate, I'll be honest, that's only thanks to the guys who helped me out on Patreon that I've been able to buy that stuff and upgrade the audio and, you know, I've got some uh, Rode mics now and, um, you know, uh, like yeah, just stuff like that. I've, I've been very fortunate to have the support, that's for sure. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Fantastic. I know that uh, I know that the guys would be uh, quite interested in that slow mo capability. On that, I remember when you when you bought it, I, I had a look at it and went, "Oh, yeah, I think I, uh, for for your channel, that's uh, that's fantastic that's to be able to have that sort of option." And 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 I imagine you've used it a bit on uh, on various videos, but that sounds like the uh, pinnacle example. Uh, so, guys, we have to go and check oh, that yeah. out. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Excellent. Well, uh, what was that? I was going to ask you one more question to uh, wrap us out, but I just got distracted by a uh, just got distracted by a question here in the uh, in the chat here. Aussie review slash impact dynamics factory PRS package review. There you go. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We'll, uh, we'll see. That's from uh, from Ben. Thanks for the uh, the suggestion, Ben. There is uh, mate. You're getting a lot of love in the chat, which is uh, which is wonderful to see, and uh, and I think that that's uh, guys appreciate your uh, your honesty and your, your candor with uh, with your equipment, and the, the stuff that you do uh, go through. What uh, can you give us any teasers about what's coming up next? Well, yeah, that uh, that Pulsar um, mm -hmm. XP50 Thermion uh, thermal scope that'll be coming up. Yep. Uh, the ZeroTech um, Drive HD. I've I've got that review. Uh, the Remington 700 uh, review, I've got that uh, happening. That's the, um, I'm trying to think of the model number off the top. There's an additional one, the AACSD, I think it is, okay. off the top of my head. Um, and that's got one of those Elfman uh, triggers in it. So, oh, um, cool. Yeah, right. I have to, uh, yeah, check and, uh, see how you like that yeah, one. Yeah, so it was the first time I've used that trigger. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it was set at one pound, so, you know, probably... I like my triggers around that two, two and a half, but, um, you know, very nice and, you know, what you would expect from an aftermarket trigger, mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, so, yeah, that's coming out. Uh, I've also got this new Olight um, torch that's going to be released next week, so that'll be coming out as well. Uh, and I've been doing those, uh, a bit more on, like, beginner basics stuff too because I run a yep. beginner basics line of videos and just chatting about different calibers from my own experience with them from, you know, from just the range to, to uh, you know, obviously in the hunting scenario and that. And they're a very basic no-frills video but obviously contain a lot of information, 
you know, for people because one of the biggest questions I get is, oh, you know, which caliber should I buy? You know, that that's a, a big question. So now I can divert them to the the video and say, well, look, yeah. this is my honest thoughts on it from virtually every uh, point of view you can want. So um, yeah, they've been pretty popular as well. So I've got a few more of them lined up. Cool. And uh, yeah, so just in general, mate, there's there's a bit there. I've got a, a fair bit of stuff to get through, but just prioritising them at the moment, and then some more pistol reviews as well. So I've got uh, I've got a bit there I'm doing. Mate, life doesn't stop at Aussie reviews. You just keep on going. What what are you going? You're going to do something special for video number five hundred. I was thinking video 1000 would be a special occasion, but uh, but uh, that's the thing. Until you told me like how many videos I had, I honestly, I thought it was somewhere I'd just got over the 400 mark somewhere. I didn't know exactly, but because you just keep doing them. You know, it just becomes a way of life and you just keep doing them. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, as I've said before, you know, like uh, that's a lot of, hey, guys, welcome to Aussie Reviews, <laughs> you know, on, on all those videos. But, uh yeah, they just keep accumulating, and because it's a it's a passion, yeah, you know, you don't see it as such as a as a chore. Mm. Um, it's a passion, so it just keeps building up, and you just all of a sudden sit back and go, "Wow, where's the last eight years and almost five hundred videos gone? Like it's just gone super quick." <laughs> but you, you, well, you're gonna have to do something special for five hundred because you didn't really answer my question. So uh, I look forward to seeing what you. Yeah. Are you just keeping it under wraps? I, don't know. I, I understand. I, I, I got no idea. Um, <laughs> I, I got no idea. Maybe people could see you put those fancy running shoes on and uh, run to the bar for last drinks because that's uh, that's the only time I've ever seen you run anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I I think I tried on some. I did my own review on some boots one night uh, after a few drinks and uh, I, I ran up. Oh, yeah, I remember stairs. that. Yeah, and then security kicked me out because uh, I was trying out some boots. <laughs> They're good boots though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dana boots. That's what he's talking about. Dana, Dana boots. boots. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, very good, mate. Very good. Well, I've got yeah, one one last question for you because we're about we're about yeah, out of time, mate. Um, equipment wise, is is there any like the holy grail piece of equipment that you'd love to get your hands on, or or something that is like that you're planning to put into the collection in due course? Is there anything anything special uh, out there? A, it is a it is a hard one, mate, because I've I've pretty much got a hold of most of the stuff that I've I've wanted to personally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Seiko M10 was a big. Uh, a big one on the bucket list for me, and yes. you know, obviously, I, I I checked that out, and just a, a just a beautiful rifle, yep. um, you know. So I've I've seen all that, um, you know. I'm I'm happy with obviously the gear I've got. You know, a lot of people will get quite shocked at this. They seem to think that I've got an armory of, of different firearms, you know. But yep. when people, you know, uh, have a look, depending on you know what I've got at the time, but usually I've got like you know four or five firearms that I own, that's yeah. it, that, that I really love, that are really high-end, they're exactly what I want, and, um, you know, I don't feel the need for, for anything else, you know, so um, the other stuff's nice to use and all the rest of it, but I am very practical like that. I'm a pretty simple guy, really, like I look at that stuff and go, that fulfills my needs, you know, what more is this going to do yeah. for me? Um, it's not going to do anything that I can't do with the good stuff I've already got, so I'm I'm, I'm pretty much uh, limit myself that way, which helps with the bank account as well. <laughs> yeah, I certainly went through the other stage where I, I had the big collection and the big safe and all that sort of thing, and have uh, been narrowing just just down to the the, the key ones yeah. that I use on a, on a regular basis. But then make sure they're the best they they can possibly be uh, as well, and and yep. sort of buy yep, the ones definitely. that you want and and use them. Get yep. used to them. Use them. Know them back to front. And you can always put that shot where you want it to go. Mm. So is there a need for, you know, multiple firearms? So, you know, just have the ones that you got for your specific purpose and mm. and uh, and just use them, use them, use them. That's my advice. Yeah. And also if you want 30, you can you can grab 30 as well. That's that's also okay. <laughs> that's right. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with collecting, that's for sure. No, not at all, mate. Not at all. Well, Ozzy, thanks so much for joining us. It's always good to uh, to chat with cool, you. Ne next time we'll probably do it in person over a beer when we're allowed to, um, when whenever that happens. Yep. But uh, take care. We look forward to seeing all the videos coming out this weekend yeah. or whenever. And, uh, and uh, yeah, for, for those guys who uh, you can follow uh, Aussie on Facebook and you can see on uh, Instagram. Do you use Instagram much, mate? Is that a, a key hot topic? Yeah, that's, that's become quite popular, actually. Yeah. So, 
Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing quite a, quite a few posts there, and um, yeah, so YouTube, Instagram, and then obviously I've got AussieReviews.com, mm-hmm. where uh, you know YouTube can't take my videos away from it. <laughs> so um, yeah, so you yeah. can see any videos that have been deleted from YouTube, you can see them there as well. So ah, uh, that's uh, that's interesting. That's good to know, mate. And also, if you want one of those gum bags, that's the place to go and hook it up. So uh, go check it out. Make sure you follow. I'm sure everyone already is uh, is following you. And uh, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Uh, much appreciate your time, and uh, you uh, have a good night. Get down.